back to Live Laugh Stuck. I am Jackie, aka Jax. My pronouns are they, them, and we are back for more Moose Stuck with the titular Moosey. Hello. Moosey's pronouns are also they, them, and we're we're here for Act Six, Act Two. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do just just this and not also include the intermission. Maybe I should have because I feel like I have a lot to say on this, but most of what I said is posted on Tumblr. Or in like servers and in, in stuff, because I just like character stuff, and I'm I'm looking at character stuff with the hindsight of someone who has read all of Homestuck. Mm. Moosey, I get the impression you were not as into this section. <laughs> uh, so we're doing the whole um, getting the kids ready to get into the game again. <laughs> yeah, the third time. <laughs> For the third time, these kids have got to get in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's some stuff happening in the the game world or the dream world with assassinations. But then there's also just a lot of kids talking and being really awkward. And troll two new trolls? You're only two, I assume, from the... Yeah, there's there's two. Um, I forget to check what the second one was. I think the first one is capitalized UU and the second is lowercase UU, right? That sounds right. I copy pasted one of their names or something. I don't know. I was trying to keep track of the names, but I didn't write down everyone's uh, pester chat names. Uh, it's know, just their quirks are one. Yeah. Their qu- quirks are. Are one. Yeah, one capitalizes all the U's and the other types in all caps except for the U's. Ah, and one sounds British. And one sounds British. That's a typing quirk now is sounding British. (laughs) Which, okay. (laughs) I guess. Very hard not to use their names. Obviously, I know their names, but uh, I I started writing it down in my notes and I'm like, whoops. Uh, When I, I translate that to typing, I gotta not have that. Mm-hmm. But so here's the thing is I've been trying to use Rathay's summaries and kind of mix it in with our notes so we can go like bit by bit and talk about what happened. But the thing is, this person is summarizing. I mentioned this last time, but they're summarizing by characters or by location mm-hmm. and not chronologically, which makes it very hard to mix with our chronological notes and it's also very hard to separate out Mm -hmm. because i tried i tried to sit here and surgically extract stuff to to their chronological place and it's just like they summarize it so well and it's also cohesive i'm having a very hard time Mm -hmm. doing that so i need to keep that in mind next time i take notes instead of relying on rafay's uh notes to tell me what happened to actually take notes beyond yeah like yes <laughs> is like one of my notes it's not helpful it's not <laughs> let's go through our notes as best we can because we got like the first section we took some good notes and the last section we stopped taking good notes i think is what happened mm-hmm. yeah as it kind of went on there was more and more just chatting and <laughs> Yeah. By the time was it not Jade? What's her name? What's the Crocker Jane? Lady? Jane. Not yeah. okay. Uh 
by the time she had her conversation with Jake, I was like, secondhand cringe. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think the first time I read it, I had secondhand cringe. And this time I read it, I'm like, bruh, so relatable. I get you, Jane. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed a lot of the conversations. A lot of my notes are on Tumblr about these conversations because I love these characters so much. We get uh, we get names confirmed, which is a fun thing. Yeah. Roxy and Dirk. So I, I don't keep having to almost say Roxy's name and then not. And we already knew Dirk because I talk about Dirk all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. So when you I don't know if you still remember like your first time reading this, but did these kids stand out to you more when like the first time you were reading this versus like John and all of them? I wanted to get back to John and the rest. I'll be honest. I I got very tired of this. From what I remember, <laughs> I wanted to get back to John and them. I think this is also where I can't remember exactly when I started reading, but I think we're getting closer to when I started reading live and was like waiting on updates. It actually, no, it wasn't because there's a thing that happened that got, um, that Hussey took back. One of the few times Hussey responded to criticism and changed a thing happens a while after this so it's not until after that because i never saw the first thing and only heard rumors about it so i was not reading live at this point but i did want to get back to the kids a lot okay i still feel really lost i mean i know the kids pretty well i i kind of know the trolls we've seen so far at least the ones we see a lot more Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, now I have to learn these new personalities, and I still haven't really grokked what those personalities are for these new kids, besides the time we've spent with uh, Jane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, they you don't have a whole lot of chance to get to know them that well yet. I feel like Jake's personality is kind of like, hasn't been hammered down yet. Like, I feel yeah. like we get this vague sense that he's the adventure guy. And it because the the thing about the alpha kids is they all have very obvious flaws, like the beta kids, you know, like they have flaws, but they're like a cohesive friend group. And like a lot of the drama isn't between the friends. It's kind of within themselves for the most part. Are the kids were with now the alpha kids. Yeah, these are the alpha kids. Okay. Um, this is considered the alpha timeline. So um, so these kids are the alpha kids and these kids, um, the the. The thing about them is they're all terrible to each other in different ways. And anyone who acts like there is one of those one of these characters who's not terrible to the other characters, they're the ones who do not understand the alpha. Because the whole point of these is they're all shitty 15 year olds who are trying their best to do do their best and, and be their best to their friends. And they suck at it because they're 15, almost 16. They'll they're turn 16 soon and then everyone will refer to them as 16 and I forget they're 15 at the start. That is to say, I feel like we're getting a lot of of Jane of mm-hmm. figuring out her shit and how she's good and bad. And we'll, we'll figure out more. I mean, we haven't seen too much of like Jane's negative traits. We'll get more into that later. Roxy, I feel we're seeing a lot of Roxy's negative traits here. So just being drunk. Well, it's being drunk, and then she's very, very pushy. Mm-hmm. She pushes Jane to talk to Jake, and whenever mm-hmm. it takes more than two seconds for that to happen, she pushes Jake to talk to Jane. Yeah, that's true. She sent like she's just very meddlesome. Like she sends that that virus that blows up 
Jane's computer in order to pretend that's another assassination attempt, which she ends up regretting. Huh? Really makes sense to me why she did that. <laughs> so she she was hoping that it would seem like another assassination attempt, so Jane would believe her that Betty Crocker is actually evil and then not want to play the game. Because one of the ways Jane's is, Jane is is bad and what really sucks for Roxy especially is that Jane does not believe anything they say about their lives or about Betty Crocker. So it it's just like in her desperation to get Jane to believe her. She sends the virus to blow up the computer to make it seem like it's an assassination attempt. She's already facing assassination attempts. Why does there need to be a fake one to convince her? It it just needed to be another thing on the pile because she she didn't know that she had just faced an assassination attempt. She sends it before she knows about the mailbox blowing hmm. up. Okay. So that's that. It's like one final nail in the coffin without realizing there was already a final nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we ended with Alpha Kids last time with that mailbox explosion and not knowing if Jane's, we knew Jane's was alive, right? We knew like she was alive. It was another fake out. Mm. But and we go to Jane's uh, dream self where she gets stabbed to death by Jack Noir. And you were like, God damn it. Another Jack Noir for me to keep track of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. So this is, this is another game version of Jack Noir, because this is the reset version, right? Uh, yeah, this is the alpha timeline version. Yeah, so everything got reset. This is a brand new Jack Noir. The trolls we haven't met yet, they have their own new Jack Noir, too, I assume. Yeah, yeah, each game session will have their own Jack Noir. They, each Jack Noir has its own... Its own load of things. <laughs> yeah. They're all like the base same, just a bunch of stab happy assholes. Mm. But they'll they'll have different motivations and different actions based on what happens in the game. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't get less confusing with Jack Noir, uh, in my opinion. We find out Jane is the maid of life and mm. After she's stabbed, starts doing some lifey thing, and and uh, so we, so we don't know what's going on with that. But her uh, ball blows up and drops, and yeah, and she wakes up with the mm. uh, God Cat, G Cat, G Cat saved her from the explosion. Mm. He's sometimes nice and sometimes transports her across town. <laughs> this cat is kind of like Beck, but I yeah. assume we don't have backstory on this cat yet. Nope, no backstory. It's just like Beck, except it's a cat, so it's kind of an asshole. <laughs> it's just funny that Jane's a skeptic whenever she has like a literal like god being teleporting mm. her around town. It's just normal. This is part of life. Yeah, like that's that's not a thing to be skeptic about, but everything else is. Mm. <laughs> I am very interested in this next note about someone needs to make a homesick translated from teenage millennial to teenage gen alpha. <laughs> I was just thinking about that and also skibbity toilet. <laughs> skibbity toilet? <laughs> Do you know skibbity toilet? I don't. I'm not in touch with the youth these days. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll link it to you in a second or something, but I only have seen it from like TikToks and then I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole with that. But well, for one, since I have a friend who has children from the ages of 
two years old to 18 years old. There's some like 10, there's a 10 year old. There's like a 12 year old who's excited to become a teenager. And there is a 14 year old or maybe she's 15. <laughs> I They keep changing ages every year. It's hard to keep it track. It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I already memorized your ages last year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... And then they kind of cringe at me sometimes whenever <laughs> I explain what millennials were like. Like, <laughs> I told the 14-year-old girl, uh, we used to say stuff like, rar means I love you in dinosaur. And she That was cringy them. at the time, though, to be fair. Like, I, I said know. it, but it was like cringe culture of the time. Did you, did you tell them yeah. about glomping? No. It's just stuff that comes to mind whenever it comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, and then I also use like the word um, sus and no cap around her the other day. And she gave nice. me the same look like, no, that's more than a month old. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> I, I was wondering if it was something like that or or because you're a teacher that you got more in touch with the. Oh, no, my students don't talk to me in their native tongue. <laughs> <laughs> uh... um, but yeah, just being around the kids and you know i have a good relationship with my friends kids so it's not like uh i mean i can comfortably be cringe and they won't leave like shun me i guess <laughs> <laughs> but i was just thinking about with like these older uh millennialisms from reading the chat logs again and every time i read them i'm like oh yeah we used to say stuff like true that <laughs> Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm just going to copy paste bits of the chat log and we're going to change this up. So like when GG says, it's just one of those funny things, blah, blah, blah. And then TG wrote, true that. So I crossed it out and I wrote, no cap. <laughs> or um, in another part, they say like, so by all means, go ahead. And then instead of, okay, got it. Like all kind of one word ish. I just put bet. <laughs> or I don't, I didn't believe what you were saying this entire time. I couldn't verify your claims, so it made me think you were sus. Of course, I'm yeah. not an <laughs> I'm not a native speaker of the younger lingo, so I I will say that for Jane, keeping it as how she says it is probably more in character than changing it for the times, because people do kind of make fun of her for saying shit weird sometimes. <laughs> like at, at one point in this conversation, Roxy points out that she had a split infinitive. So I think mm -hmm. she does talk more properly in general than yeah. the other kids and wouldn't use as much slang. Unless it's like, hooty who, I think she says at some point. <laughs> She's just, yeah. Mm. That was just my thoughts. And along the same lines, I'll link you to like one of the skibbity toilets <laughs> things. I don't know. But what that is, is someone makes like Gmod animations. Um, are you familiar with like Gmod for Makinima purposes? Oh, I thought I was. And then you <laughs> said more words. And I like I've heard of Gmod and I feel like I understood it. And then now I don't. So like it's the Half-Life 2 engine, basically. Yeah, yeah. OK, that's what I was thinking. And then I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So I don't know a lot about the background of this, just that I know that people are complaining about the young kids like the eight year olds singing the Skibbity Toilet song. And I watch it. And I'm like, you know, growing up, we had like even the younger people, people younger than me had like uh, YouTube poops creepypastas yeah. and just like garbage we all watched garbage uh yeah. i watched a lot of new grounds so i'm not really worried about the younger generation watching skibbity toilet but 
basically mm. with it being the current viral thing i'm like and also that they it's not just this one video i just saw like a part 68 part one uploaded on the my subscriptions <laughs> So I was like, is Skibbity Toilet the homestuck for eight-year-olds for, for the Gen Alphas? <laughs> so you can watch it afterwards and let me know what you think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had like peanut butter jelly time. Like, yeah. sorry, that's a very obnoxious, dumb song that mm. I get stuck in my head. Like, we have our, yeah. we, we all have our dumb shit. And that it, it just, ha it's ongoing, so it's like this uh, continuing lore, and I have not watched all 68 episodes of Skibbity Toilet, but... Oh my god. Just, like, it's this thing that I guess, you know, I don't know, do kids uh, watch the first few and then fall off, or are there people obsessively watching through all 68 episodes and coming up with theories? Because there is apparently lore <laughs> to, the, to the Skibbity Toilet. God, that's so wild. It's like learning about Five Nights at Freddy lore. I, I watched that, like, nine-hour video on yeah. Five Nights at Freddy lore. It's so much. Same. Oh, you watched it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's a lot. It was a good time. Watching that video series was a good time. It was. It was good shit. Um, I now have very strong opinions of a video game I've never played and can't play because jump scares... I'm, I'm just the worst with jump scares. I, I tried to watch a Game Grumps episode where they played uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and I, I can't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, pop culture over the ages. Yeah. And the lore. Yeah, it's like, that's why, I don't know. This is, Homestuck is, is very much made for the older millennial crowd. And anyone who was like, well, it's supposed to be for young kids. No, it is very specifically for Hussy and Hussy's age group and like no one else. Well, I am surprised when there are people 20 years younger than me. So they'd be like 25 now. Like my cousin, Simon, who started reading it in high school. And yeah. they're currently 25. And I'm like, yeah. But you didn't think it was cringe to, to, to consume any old media? <laughs> no, no. People, people are still getting into it at like 13. There was uh, someone who responded to one of my posts saying that they tried to, that their brother introduced it to them when they were five. But they didn't start reading it again until they were 12. And I'm like, good. It's like introducing South Park to a five-year-old. Like, yes, there are young kids in it, but it's not meant for that age. Yeah. Like, damn. Speaking of media that seems like it's for young kids, but it's not, sort of. I don't know. That's a stretch. Pony Pals. <laughs> Detective Pony. Pony Pals. Hey, it's mm. Detective Pony time. Uh, yes. The, the. The book with the crossed out words and additions and uh, eventually completely being rewritten. Yes, it's very good. I, I did write somewhere that how can you get to this part and read what Dirk did and how much Jane loves it and not fall in love with Dirk Strider. Question for me, because I just didn't care like a ton about Dirk until my second or third read through. But it's great. I love it. And someone actually wrote the whole thing. I, I have an archive of our own link in the, the doc we're looking at. And I'll try to remember mm. to add it to the episode. I have read it. Or at least I started reading it. I can't remember if I finished. But it is it is very good. It's very in Dirk style. Mm. Which means that it's terrible to read. But uh, it's, it's, it's great. And I love that someone did that. And I love that it feels so true to what this is mm. 
they just, they just uploaded photos of this book and then their yeah stuff. <laughs> yep, that's cool. Yeah, it just made me think of also. I one time when I was on vacation, I bought a book that was on sale in like the clearance section. The clearance, not clearance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was so bad, and I started just appending to it with pencil because. I was stuck in an airport and that's all I could do. <laughs> that's fucking great. What's also funny is the the first two words of this book are Anna Harley, the name of the mm -hmm. main character, and Dirk points to it and says, dumb name sounds like a product of a speech impediment of a speech impediment impediment. Now that's what I call irony. Which is a reference that mm -hmm. the Harley last name comes from Jake pronouncing their dog's name wrong because I think their dog's name was just Hallie or something. Oh, yeah. But Beta Jake, Jake, Jake Harley pronounced it wrong and became Jake Harley. So that's a reference. That's a little small reference to earlier. That's Homestuck, man. You could make a whole podcast just on the, the references, the self-references. Hmm. And then I made a note, shit, I was posting on Tumblr instead of writing notes. Mm -hmm. I was. I tried to get, I tried to recruit some people to screen cap my Tumblr posts for me, but uh, no one took me up on that, which is fair. Yeah. I had very long Tumblr posts. Yeah, we get Roxy's introduction. We, mm. we finally get her name, which is Transfem Roxy Headcanons Begin in Earnest here. Because the quote of it is like the tail moves out of the way to show the last two letters of her name. And it, like Hussey specifically refers to them in the narration as chromosomal. So everyone's like <laughs> chromosomal XY Roxy's transfem. Is chromosomal a adjective? Maybe. Like an actual. I, I don't know. And I don't know if I'm quoting that correctly. Mm -hmm. Chromosomal. Chromosomal. Well, I, even then, I don't know what that would even mean. Like, I know what chromosomes are. <laughs> Chromosomal abnormalities is how it gets used. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is like, it, it was a reference to chromosomes revealing the X and the Y as the last two letters. Oh. Yeah. Thinking about that, but it, <laughs> generally, I would assume that uh, like most trans femme people I know wouldn't try to like make that part of their name. <laughs> yeah, it, and I don't know if that was like saying that Roxy tried to make it part of her name or whatever it was, is just people saw a reference to uh, re specifically referring to XY as uh, chromosomes. And, uh, and so people are like trans femme. Roxy. Dave and Roxy are the two biggest trans headcanons prior to 2019, mm -hmm. which which Dave is trans mask and Roxy is trans femme. Like those are the two main trans headcanons prior to 2019. Again, there, there were always trans headcanons for all the characters mm -hmm. forever. But those are like if you said, what are the homosexual trans headcanons? Those are the two you'd come up with. OK, no. And this is where it, it really starts. Even as gender non-binary as I am, I didn't pick up on any of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't either until after I, I read the comic and heard people talking about it. I, I've been having more trans headcanons lately, 
But that's after being introduced to the fandom around trans headcanons. Like before I got deep into fandom, I just kind of took everything at face value. Like I mm. almost never had ships that weren't canon. I was real shocked when Zutara wasn't canon because uh, I really thought that like, again, I usually only ship the things mm. that the story is hinting at for me to ship. And so when Zutara was not canon, I was genuinely shocked. That being Avatar the Last Airbender, right? Yes, Z- Avatar Zuko the Last <laughs> and uh, uh, Katara. At first I was yes. like, I was trying to think of Homestuck characters. I'm like, what? no. <laughs> yeah, and I just like. I, yeah, I <laughs> I didn't I didn't imagine Katara and Aang ending right. up together, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and it wasn't, uh, again, it wasn't until I got more into fandom that I started like branching out and doing headcanons based off like, you know, just coming up with some personal thoughts and going with it rather than uh, any sort of, rather than only following what the text is trying to get me to follow. So yeah, that is to say, I also didn't get trans vibes from either of them until after the fact, which, oh my God, Roxy talks about Rose's, like her mom's uh, book and one of the, like the main character, again, I have my notes on Tumblr, the main character is androgynous and uses they them pronouns and like we love mm-hmm. we love a non-binary anti-hero wizard mm-hmm. very good i was confused about the familial relationships and who they were referring to especially with roxy because she mentions her mom and her daughter and then she thinks rose is her daughter or mom or something <laughs> Correct. Yes to all of that. So the thing is, is with our, I'm pretty sure what we're supposed to understand is that Rose is her mother daughter. This is all very circular. Actually, you know what? It might be time for me to break out the uh, the whiteboard and start drawing. <laughs> someone already did the drawing for me. It's just if mm. I could find it. Okay, here is the beta kids. So. We still have Colonel Sassaker and Betty Crocker. Okay, so yeah, Betty Crocker and Colonel Sassaker stays. And then they have two kids, which is John Crocker and Jade Crocker, who turns into Jade English. She changes her last name. And then their kids are Jane and Jake and dad, who was also the dad of Jane. And, you know, the whole like dad grandpa thing, just like uh, Dirk and Dave have the whole like brother dad thing. And so they're all they're all related to each other in a in a big old mess. Does that make any sense? So our or our normal kids are the parents of the new kids. Yes. OK. But then also they were talking about Roxy was talking about seeing her daughter or something yes so they're simultaneously the parents and the children okay so the beta versions grew up with the alpha kids as their guardians, and the alpha kids grew up with the beta kids as their guardians so we now have alpha john okay. alpha like we have alpha versions of all the the characters that are are separate from the ones we know they're they're like different versions mm-hmm. so is bro strider Dirk Strider? Yes. Okay. So we, we're just flipping them. We're just flipping them. So um, whenever uh, whenever Yu Yu talks to Roxy about meeting her mother and her daughter, 
she's talking about meeting Rose, the singular Rose, and and Roxy is taking it as she is going to meet both her mom and her daughter. Ah, uh, like okay. they're two separate people, but she's just meeting Rose. Mm-hmm. That's that. I hope that made sense. I, I mean, it makes as much sense as it can. <laughs> yeah, they're just simultaneously the 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 parent and the child. Mm depending on the timeline but yeah so roxy assumes that she met her daughter because she sees someone who looks like her but is younger than her mm-hmm. which is rose okay I, I i assume i understand this now <laughs> okay <laughs> i i think it'll be like made like repeatedly more clear as we go through but um mm-hmm. we'll summarize the relationship drama real quick mm-hmm Jake is the only eligible bachelor in this whole fucking friend group. Jane is straight. Roxy is straight. Dirk is gay. And Jake is a question mark. Mm -hmm. All three of them have crushes on Jake, except Roxy also has a crush on Dirk. Mm. So, uh, and then Roxy is stepping out of the fight for for Jake, you know, so her friends can go at it instead. Mm -hmm. So, autoresponder has told Roxy that Dirk plans on trying to get Jake today, like when they enter the session. And so Roxy mm. tells Jane that now is her last time to like get on it before Dirk does. And Jane's like, gay people exist? And Roxy's like, yeah, Jane, gay people exist. Yeah. And you're like, I hate the <laughs> who will end up with who because monogamous people just it's just it's just tiring for this forever and i agree yeah i mean in one scenario it's like whatever but it's every fucking thing with romance in it man <laughs> it is every fucking thing with romance in it man but that is one of the the conflicts within the friend group that's a big deal i i do wonder cuz cuz jane says that she's going to try to talk to jake but Roxy pushes Jake to talk to Jane first, which completely short circuits her. And she ends up saying, no, she has no feelings for Jake at all. Blah, 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 blah. And And, uh, yeah, I feel like if if I would have accidentally said no, I would have immediately followed up with clarifying myself, even as a 16 year old. Yeah. But I was very forward. (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think jane is very forward i once accidentally lied to someone that i hated winter and i didn't know how (laughs) to take that back because we kept it going for a while and it's a good thing we did not last very long because i don't know how long i would have had to keep up pretending i hated winter just as they hated winter because i like winter a lot so i kind of (laughs) related to jane over like (laughs) Dumb shit like that. Like, I, you know, I probably would have clarified if it was something more important, like whether I like someone or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I do kind of get it. It's, it's, it's like only something that happens with like my mom. If it's like, oh, I liked this one dish the first time. It's like, yeah. oh, now we're just always going to buy rotisserie chickens. I'm like, I don't actually like rotisserie chickens that much. That's how it goes. So that was awkward. It was awkward. Not, not the chickens. The the romantic chats of teenagers and i am not a teenager anymore and i already went through all of that and i don't want to do it ever again it reminds me of people noping out in the fifth harry potter book because 
Harry was very angsty, angry teenager. And they're like, I already did that. I don't need to read it, which is very funny. Yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, it's the interpersonal. That was just such a big part of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Being a teenager who's always hopelessly in love with like so many other people. Yeah. Big mood. We do also get a lot of class pecked lore dump. Was that interesting to you at all? Oh, I mostly just listened through it because I was uh, watching the Let's Read Homestuck this for this section. Yeah. Um. So I watched it and I was like reading along as I watched it, but I wasn't putting a lot of like critical thought into when they're doing more of just the exposition on how classes and stuff works. Yeah. That's fair. And and people have conflicting ideas. So what's important to note is that Yu-Yu is not a reliable narrator. She is going based on what she is reading from various books whose origin we are unfamiliar with uh, and whose Mm. accuracy we are unfamiliar with. And so I don't know, there's there's a popular uh, a popular class blog that has thrown out everything people say about classes out entirely in classes and aspects like the whole passive and pairing and stuff. And I think that's mm. taking it a bit too far. But I do think we can throw some things out like the whole like gender restriction really doesn't make sense. And it really doesn't make sense that you you would be this in on the gender restriction. And I'll get to that later as well. Hmm. not later this episode but like later (laughs) later later yeah but i think it's still interesting i think throwing it out entirely does a disservice to the the lore dump we're getting because it's not like hussy would hussy will do a lot of stuff but he wouldn't make everything in here inaccurate you know but we're 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 gonna get more we're not gonna get everything if we got everything about all the classes and aspects we wouldn't have so many class picking blogs we don't get Hmm. everything uh, we just get little small things like this. So we know about the rogue, the thief, the prince, and the bard. Those are the ones that we've learned about. Mm-hmm. I just want to have like a Wikipedia page open while I read this. Like you're playing Minecraft and you're like, I need the recipes to figure out what's going on. God, right. There are some games that I can't get back into because I had to have like three or four different tabs open to do everything. Um, and like it's great while I'm into it and then when I'm not it's like I can't get back I can't find I can't figure out yeah. everything that I was doing before it's like maybe on reread I can have that open but I've just been trying to avoid spoilers yeah <laughs> so I haven't had any sort of good reference material and I'm not taking great notes on the specifics anymore either yeah and and that's fine this whole class spec stuff is more for flavor for the fans than anything super important for the plot Mm. so you're not like missing a whole lot i've just been thinking about doing my own class specting analysis uh, maybe doing some episodes on it so i'm trying to take some more notes and apparently homestuck made this world goes goes pretty deep into class specting Mm. i'll try to do that maybe i'll also listen to like the first homestuck made this world or something as well yeah because i'm interested in it but again, I've been very wary about like consuming other <laughs> Homestuck media. Yeah, Homestuck Made This World is is very, very good. And it's very good, especially because one of the people uh, like for you, especially because because one of the people is going in blind. And so there are no spoilers outside of like like they are only talking about what they have read. Mm. So it's it's nice for that. 
but it also just adds a lot of fandom context and a lot of like hussy thought process context and stuff to everything it's very good i'm i'm enjoying listening to it i just can't listen to too much because i'm i'm basically caught up i i finished act five and i haven't started act six yet mm. so there's a bit of hubris on roxy's part where she tries to prove to jane that what she says is true and she gets the book oh yeah <laughs> and she is the one she's the reason jasper's is dead mm. yeah she got jasper's from the beta rose timeline because that that machine that she uses that a purifier mm-hmm. locked in on beta rose's timeline so she she gets jasper's names him friglish and then accidentally kills him and sends him back yeah now i feel like i need a jasper's timeline too <laughs> well they have that video yeah i just like the stuff that's further back i don't remember uh, what like the original context was of like when she had jasper's versus like when he disappeared versus when she got him back in the coffin or as dead or whatever yeah so she gets him back as dead before the comic starts um Mm -hmm. when the comic starts he is in his mausoleum yeah but does she talk about like him going missing for a while she does okay it's pretty quick where he went missing for i think a few weeks maybe a few months and then one day just showed back up dead Mm. it makes me so sad it is very sad i wish this wasn't in the comic Mm. (laughs) like or i could like i don't know I just wish we didn't have to like witness the actual death. Like it was sad enough to have a dead cat and then delve into more of like just finding your cat dead later is like the, the pet Mm. haver fear. Yeah. And I just wish it wasn't in the comic. That's, that's the line I draw for things acceptable in the comic and not, (laughs) but uh, it is unfortunately relevant to, to the canon. Mm. Okay. We we have we do have so many conversations. It's just everyone talking to everyone. It's like you didn't get enough. Like now that we know who Dirk and Roxy are, they have to talk to literally everyone. So Dirk ends up talking to AR for a while, which I love. Um, uh, Wait, who who is AR? Uh, his shades. Uh, AR stands oh, for auto responder. Okay. okay, okay. He gets like a name later. He's he's mostly just referred to as AR for auto responder. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's so much. There's so much about AR having his own autonomy and being more than just because like, you know, most of the the kids just view him as a bot Dirk programmed. And even when he's given more autonomy by in their minds than that, it's still not that far removed from Dirk. And mm. they joke back and forth, joke in quotations mark, a, a, about how much of Dirk he is. And that's just a big push and pull between them well where they'll say contradictory things about how much of dirk he is mm-hmm. it's very interesting if you're a dirk liker maybe not so interesting if you're not i mean it's interesting to me from a programming standpoint <laughs> yeah imagine copying your brain and pro- programming some shit into it in and it's mm-hmm. like a full person but on the flip side imagine being a 13 year old and then suddenly you're in a pair of glasses or for me, <laughs> as uh, possibly you've let on, I don't necessarily want to be around 13-year-old year old Moosey. 
Yeah. Uh, Dirk does not want to be around 13 year old <laughs> himself either. Yeah. And he, I don't know. I think it's, I, I don't really agree with his assessment that AR is still his 13 year old self. I think he has had slower emotional development than Dirk has. But yeah, Dirk does just see this, like him, his 13 year old self coming back to haunt him yeah. every day, forever, and fucking with his friendships. And yeah. I mean, he could reprogram it. Well, but like, then you have to deal with like fucking yeah. with like a person's autonomy and how much can he program? Like, how much like would he be able to now? That he's mm. had years of AR being like his own self. And like, could yeah. he or should he override that personhood? Just extract that personhood into a video game and not your glasses and yeah. let, let let him run free in his video game. <laughs> right. Free range 13 year old clone self. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting thing about Dirk is he is simultaneously aware of his real waking self and also his dream Durst self. He is he's living in both of those moments at the same time. And sometimes he'll just space out in one or the other in order to focus more. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, apparently might be due to his uh, heart aspect. But because of that dual awareness, he's able to catch a would be assassin and kill him before he is assassinated like Jane and Jake were. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in learning more about why these assassinations are happening before the game, as they mentioned. Um, like, oh, is this against the rules of engagement or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like it is pretty um, out of the ordinary for anyone to do. Like usually the rules, like whatever, like unwritten rules are, like you don't mess with the kids. Uh, until they are in the game and then it's free reign mm -hmm. but there is a new boss uh who we find out is the uh condis mm. who wants them assassinated before the game starts yeah so i'm interested in finding out more about that yeah oh which i did forget to mention we do find out that jake was assassinated by eating peanuts oh yeah peanut assassination yeah and uh this is a reference to how Way early in the comic, I'm pretty sure in Act One, John finds one of those, you know, those those prank peanut cans that mm -hmm. you open it and the shit pops out and jokes that it's not that that he doesn't want to mess with it, not because it's a prank, but because he has a, a severe peanut allergy. Yeah. <laughs> so it translates to to Jake, though. Technically, they say it could have been the peanut allergy. It could have been choking on shards of, of peanut <laughs> shell. Yeah, because in the animated GIF, he had to like move the sleeping Jake's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> to chew. So so who knows what it was really? Yeah. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure neither helped. But yeah, so he's he's kind of freaking out about what to do because he's been trying to lay low, pretend that he's asleep the whole time. But now that there are assassins after him and he killed one of them, it's only a matter of time before he's found out. So he ends up asking Yu Yu what to do about it. And you use the one I, I always forget this and I don't think people talk about it enough, but you use the one who like spurs him to do what he does in uh, Prince of Heart Rise Up, which is just one of the Dirk animations. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I will note that all of Yu Yu's art is done by Shelby Craig, who is one of the fans and has gone on to do other things that I kind of looked into and then forgot. 
uh, to, to keep looking into, but, but Shebley Crag, very, very good. So it's not Hussey for uh, all of that art. Oh, okay. And then she also did art. She also did some things for uh, Hive Swap Acts 1 and 2 and some of the music albums. So yeah. Prince the of whole heart. Homestuck ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, I wish that there were a more easily accessible like credits. Like, I, I guess Hussey did more credits in the uh, announcements beneath the thing. But yeah, for people who aren't paying attention, it's really hard to see like all of the all of the work that went into it. Like he had people programming yeah. some of his flash. He had people, you know, obviously people doing the music, people doing a bunch of shit. But yeah, then we get to S Prince, Prince of Heart, Rise Up, which is just so good. The song is Time on My Side by Tensei, where Dirk sticks the, the decapitated head of his would-be assassins on a pike and uh, says it's with a flyer the prince is awake your shit is wrecked mm-hmm. so fucking good like that is like the dirk saying love it love it love it <laughs> i love dirk so much but even people who don't have dirk as their faith like love this animation mm-hmm. and this is towards the end i really just had the timeline kind of messed up that i'll have to take better notes on because i can't rely on graphic throughout this we end up seeing two mystery trolls one whenever jake is asleep and because his dream self is dead he shows up in this like void and sees mm-hmm. this as he calls it a, a blue vampire spider lady mm-hmm. was that like mm-hmm. not vriska was that like a reboot of vriska or something that was not vriska okay that was not vriska same blood color not vriska mm-hmm honestly forgot that she showed up this early same with the other character that shows up whenever roxy is going between the frustrated planes and one gets unplugged by gcat teleporting it to dirks Mm -hmm. and sees a fuchsia blood with a trident that like chokes her out um but yeah and then there's like a conversation between Dirk and the other the 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 lowercase UU who's obnoxious and terrible. Yeah. Just talking about killing everybody. Did did not did not enjoy that one so much. <laughs> you will not, you will continue to not. <laughs> kind of like how Friska is made to be controversial. This character is made to be unenjoyable. And by that I mean mm. there are fans out there who enjoy him very much. And I'm not meant to shit on them. And I enjoy him very much on now that it's like my fourth read through. <laughs> you stay in the fandom long enough and you engage with a lot of fans long enough. You will get people to convince you to like every character if you have an open mind. Mm. And I like I like this character now. I can't wait until we get names for these fuckers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but. uh, OK, alpha kids are our new kids. Beta kids are old kids, right? Correct. So if the kids are parents and children of themselves in an infinite loop or whatever, <laughs> yeah. does that mean the ancestor trolls are going to be like the main trolls here? I am going to not answer this one. <laughs> okay. This one will be I... answered in time. Okay. I just figured if we're going with these patterns. That, that does make sense as a conclusion to come to. <laughs> Now you're just talking like that other capital U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! What a uh, what aspect did we end up giving you? I already forgot. Uh, fuck. 
it was like a um, Durs of was it breath or something breath maybe damn i should have written that down i think it's in the screenshot it i mean the icon looks like a, a red cow that's <laughs> what it looks like to me <laughs> uh it's like john's symbol and then the pink moon or something oh yeah yeah so uh there's breath but um no, uh, you don't. You don't get it out of me. We'll we'll get to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did forget that these these two other characters showed up so early, though. Hmm. Let me let me scroll through the notes again and see if there's anything else I forgot to to mention. Dirk loves Rainbow Dash. So here's here's one thing that I don't see in no Esperb AU's or post canon AU's or anything like that. But Dirk says that he would create his own puppet enterprise if it wasn't for the situations of that he finds himself in. And I think we don't have enough people having adult Dirk have a puppet enterprise. We have him as like hackers and coding robots and shit like that. We don't have him with a puppet enterprise. We have him with with <laughs> I, I recently read one where he has a porn enterprise, but no puppets involved. Mm. I mean, you could do marionette porn. Yeah, you could. <laughs> there is one that I read where he has a marionette kink, which is close, but uh, mm. no, no puppet enterprise. And I think that is tragic. AU where he works on the the Muppets and the like right. and these great characters. Yeah, like he is the successor to to Jim Henson. Mm. Oh, right. So there's the last flash of Jane entering. Yeah. And that is also where we find out, I think this, or maybe we find out earlier, around the end is where you find it that Jane is alive and Jack Noir tries to finish the job, but the White yeah. Queen smacks him over the head. So Dream that's Jane so is, is, is Dream Jane is still alive. So far, the only one that's dead dead is Jake. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be mixing up saying Jane and Jade so much. Yeah, uh, it's very funny because like a lot of people call them like call all like that the prospect kids but i saw someone just refer to them as the jays which is very funny mm -hmm. but yeah because like the the others are like the strylons like they're mm -hmm. easy to smush it but like each of these fuckers each have yeah. a different last name because they're terrible mm -hmm. and also four letters jane jake john they're all Jade. four letters <laughs> all the kids well yeah, it just feels more four lettery to me <laughs> <laughs> when they all start with J's. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Or I guess there's only three letters of differentiation. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot. John does feel like the the odd one out though. Yeah, I mean, if you just count Jane, Jade, and Jake, then it's only two letters of differentiation. There's only one letter. Oh. Wait, are they all ending with E's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's another what's another name that could fit that? Like I mean, I could like algebraically <laughs> pull out the like terms. <laughs> J A E within the parentheses. Uh and then you just have your different versions. It's like Jace. D plus N plus K on the inside of the parentheses. Yeah. Jace? That's a that's a real name. Yeah. Speaking speaking of coding stuff, what did you think about? Okay, well, Roxy's is just fucking bottles. 
Uh, what do you think about Dirk's capsule? I couldn't. I couldn't tell what it was. It's just like a two D array of things. Yeah, basically the uh, the columns all have to rhyme, and the rows all have to be thematically coherent. Mm. He has one row that's just orange soda, and I joked that one time I need to do some video of some sort where I just have like all of the sodas like surrounding me. Mm-hmm. just like no mention just have like all the different orange sodas but mm. yeah this is like the the one that gets closest to like anything like code yeah. related they're kind of just phoning it in at this point yeah <laughs> yeah plus he got tired of the capsule on shenanigans yeah it it seems like he did like there's one point where Roxy's like, it doesn't really make sense that your capsule log worked like this, but whatever, you're gonna just go with it. Mm. Husky's way of saying, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Mm. But yeah, so we got Jane in the session. Now we just have to get the other three kids. Yeah, I hope it happens fast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. I think it all happens in one flash. Okay. It's not going to be like we finally get Jane in there in Act 4 or something. Act yeah. 6 plus 4. No, it's it's nothing like that. I'm pretty sure it all happens like the, the other three get in in one flash, if I'm remembering correctly. Which is another great Dirk flash, just to tease you. Mm. Which I, I can't wait, because I'm pretty sure that one has the song that's uh, that has some uh, notes for for my um my theme song dami took some notes from one of the dirk songs mm-hmm. for my theme song so i think maybe it's in that one i could be wrong because i don't remember songs that well yeah i didn't write much more after that as far as notes go oh it is of note um so in the beta session and in 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 the beta session and in the the troll session they all prototyped their kernel sprite before entering and then their kernel sprite split off and went to the tower and then like affected the um the minions right in this Wait, what what's a minion again the uh the imps the little oh, the little guys okay. that they had to fight <laughs> i, I think yeah. they're just called imps not minions i okay. think i made that yeah. up in this one it's it's notable that jane enters without having prototyped isn't that supposed to be a big no no correct crap <laughs> yes and then wait didn't her disc get destroyed i don't remember was she like downloading it from dirk or something like a new version oh yeah so her computer got destroyed and she never got the disc in right so, and he's remotely installing it on her dad's computer yes yeah so that all that all got got installed fine also more that happens to jake is brobot beat the shit out of him and then while mm-hmm. he's talking to jane rips out his uranium heart and smashes mm-hmm. it to pieces so jake can take the uranium that's not symbolism at all it's not symbolism at all and oh my god there's so <laughs> much about jake's conversation about dirk where he's like i feel like it's inevitable like i'm just going to have to go out with him and jane's like you don't like have to and he's like, um, and she's like, do you want to? And he's like, um, I mean, you know, it's just, they're terrible 15 year olds. I don't know. I have a lot of Dirk feels. And I think I love trans Dirk and trans Roxy headcanons for the angst 
because Dirk can't go out with Roxy because wrong gender. And for a Mm. while, Jake was telling Dirk that he would totally date him if he were a girl. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know, you put trans on top of that and it just becomes yeah. some some delicious angst. But when you put moosey brain in it, you're like, I don't like anybody's anatomy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> oh my god, right? See, this is why I had canon Dirk as like a hopeless romantic asexual and for reasons we'll get to later i had canon jake as an aromantic like pansexual Hmm. those are mine no one can take them from me but i don't know like it's not really clear here yet and i i don't think it's like ever like super clear but to me dirk is such a hopeless romantic And it just comes off as very intense, especially because AR is doing so many of these conversations Mm -hmm. for him in his place, trying to get Jake in the right, right mindset that it comes out. It's like, well, I guess I'll just have to date him no matter what, if he (laughs) wants to date me. And I'm like, that's not a great way to end a relationship. Yeah. It's super not healthy. It's like that's me as a teenager. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh no, all my guy friends are like, oh, girls never give me a chance. And so I guess I have to give guys a chance no matter what. Ah! <laughs> no, it's terrible. Yeah. And it's that. And then it's just like, I don't know. It's so much. Obviously, we'll get into more of that later. Uh, the relationship drama is not going to end here. Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. I don't know. I had a lot of fun too. I mean, I, again, I think this is mostly because I have read Homestuck before and I'm invested in these characters. I'm bringing a lot of hindsight to why I like these conversations so much. Mm. Like, I don't know, because some of it is just like people are wrong about Dirk and it makes me angry. And so I get justified reading back through it and realizing I am right because I read the text correctly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all that matters is me being right. Mm. But uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll be doing intermission two next. I I was thinking about adding it onto this one, but we've already gone over an hour of recording. Yeah. There were some side tangents in there, so it probably won't be an hour. But and I will say, like, it was pleasant watching the Let's Read Homestuck videos. And yeah. I kind of wish I would have done this sooner whenever I hit the slumps of like, oh, my God, it's like pages so and pages text. of chatting <laughs> it's like yeah. it would have been for me a lot of the time i'll like uh rent an ebook and the audiobook at the library because it mm. makes it easier to read while listening that makes sense to the text so this actually made it a lot easier for me this time do you know i don't think they finished it do you know how long how far they got it's it was complete in the oh playlist. is it i don't know uh, it says acts no it says act six act five act one part three so I can't rely on it the entire way, but you know. Yeah. Uh well if it's still updating, maybe uh maybe we'll have time. It did say three months ago was the last one uploaded. Yeah, uh it's gonna take us more than three months uh to get get to that point, I think. Mm. Because, you know, the next intermission is pretty simple. Uh that one's gonna be a breeze. Getting into Act Six, Act Three is that one we are not gonna do in one go. Mm. That one is going to be split up. There are, I think, three mini games in that oh, one. Their their intermission is really long. 
The next one? The 6-3 the intermission, they have nine parts, too. Yeah, so Act 6, Act 3 is where shit starts to get weird. Mm. It's like words and text is uh, almost 67,000. Words and media is <laughs> 57,000. And for this one, for Act 6, Act 2, and Act 6, Intermission 2, it's 50,000 in text and 1,000 in media. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess this is Act 6, Act 3, and uh, Act 6, Intermission 3. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe we don't do the flashes until intermission. I don't know. It doesn't matter because we're not even doing Act 6, Act 2 next time. We're just doing... uh, uh, Oh my god, I can't say words. Next time, we're doing Act 6, Intermission 2, which is simple and straightforward. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking for the pause part. (laughs) The year-long pause is between 662 and 663. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. When is that? Is that? In, well, we're on like 6-3, six, so that's 6-6-2, six, 6-6-3. Yeah. Six, six, I'm just seeing what happened. Yeah, okay. See, I definitely, um, I, see, I had, I was reading live before we got to, to that long pause. Mm-hmm. That is, that was a fucking wild part to have a long pause at, though. <laughs> Anyway, mythical pause, mythical pause. That one's the giga pause, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that's that was this time. Act six, act two. Next time is act six, intermission two. Uh, we go back to the characters we already know and perhaps love. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more car cat. <laughs> you do get more car cat. OK, cool. I don't know. I, I remember I'm seeing some of this, the clips from this and I'm remembering it fondly. So we'll see. We'll see mm. your thoughts. Okay. But, but yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Lucy, thank you for coming on and, and mm. talking even through all the, the teenage drama. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you in... Uh, it's actually probably going to be a month before we get back to this again because god damn it, that shit tier is taking... We've already done two sessions so far. <laughs> And we're, it's going to take at least two more, I think. It, there's a mm. lot of ship names. I'll tell you that. But yeah, see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.